Hello, and welcome to Matt Make Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. And I... You are. And I made him watch a horror movie. <laughs> yep, you sure did. What did we watch this week, Zach? Well, we're waiting on a couple of things that we want to do for Universal Monster Marathon. Um, so we're like, what should we watch this week? So we figured keep the vampire theme going and we watched Bram Stroker's is it Stroker or Stoker Bram Stroker wait wait. (laughs) I always do this I have to look it up every time hold on I have it pulled up right here Bram Stoker's Dracula you were right yeah I always want to say this movie (laughs) this movie was Bram Stroker's Dracula the 90s like wicked porn parody was definitely called Bram Stroker (laughs) it was definitely called Bra Stroker's Cockula (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've seen it it's excellent the cinematography is real good (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm I have similar things to say about this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach, yeah. what did you think of Francis Ford Coppola presents Bram Stoker's Dracula? <laughs> this movie was so fucking horny. Yeah. I mean, we've watched two vampire movies, Zach, and they were they were not this horny, but they were both pretty horny. <laughs> uh, the the Lost Boys. It was like. A level of horny where it's like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah we. But this one was just like <laughs> this one was just like horny for no reason. Like a lot of the time, I think it had its reasons. <laughs> I mean, I I can't unsee the imagery of them like of Winona Ryder like essentially sucking Gary Oldman's dick like. I mean, well, that was shot intentionally. Yeah, I mean, that's the metaphor, Zach, of the whole thing. <laughs> that's something I didn't want to see. And though. she's getting it from his chest. You know, it's a reversal of the the mother giving life to the child. He's giving a mortal life to her. It's, it's you know, it's symbolism, Zach. Man, shut the fuck up. Never say that to me ever again. What? I hate that. I hate everything you oh, just said oh, to me I think right in now. this movie, though, you can't deny it, because this movie is so fucking unsubtle. <laughs> I hate everything about what you just said, right? <laughs> Any other movie, I'd kind of be like, okay, let's bring it down a notch. We all know that. But like in this movie, I'm like, you have to talk about those things. <laughs> like, <laughs> There is no way around. This is Francis Ford Coppola making like a college thesis paper on horror movies and the vampire sex myth. Like, <laughs> uh, I I should say at the top, I love this movie, yeah. even though I know it's really weird and really flawed. That's kind of why I love it. It's this weird object that like i've at this point been obsessed with for like 15 years <laughs> like <laughs> like my main emotion that i feel towards this movie is just confusion and just like why <laughs> um it is a movie that has grown on me uh this will be a movie in like i feel <laughs> similar to scream 5 like in 2 years you're going to catch it and be like oh i like it more this time <laughs> But unlike Scream 5, See, you'll get to a level where you're like, oh, that was fine. 
And in this movie, you'll be like, huh, that's really interesting. And then you'll look up behind the scenes stuff and this movie gets more fascinating. It's that kind of movie. It's a it's a homework movie, which sucks, but it is like <laughs> I mean like I think what what makes it weird for me is like the actors all of like Winona and Keanu are like my parents' age and like Gary Oldman and like Anthony Hopkins and uh Gary Oldman's not actually that old. If they're like twenty five in this movie, he's probably Gary, early thirties. But Gary Oldman is my exposure to him was he was James Gordon. Right. And I was to a you, child. To you, so. he's an old man. And in this, they're like, hey, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. So that's what makes this movie especially weird. Yeah. All right. Let's, 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 right, let's dive into the, the Cape fear where the spoilers ahead. Cause I, I got, I got so much to say about this movie, man. And it's going to all make you yeah. mad. <laughs> uh, probably. Um, so Zach, can you summarize this film? I can certainly try. I'd... Just do your summary from the first time we watched the Dracula movie, <laughs> but then out and then go, but they horny for this one. <laughs> but this one, they fuck. You know, the subtlety uh, of Bella Lugosi and him seducing her, but maybe he's not. Maybe it's magic in this one. They just fuck. <laughs> the end. That's you know, the Bella, movie. <laughs> you know, Bella Lugosi and his cool, suave, like, fucking eyes well this one you get to look at gary oldman's nipple a lot <laughs> and all five of his weirdly long nipple hairs <laughs> this is the stuff you're gonna come to love about this movie zach <laughs> no you're never gonna come around anyways. on the nipple hairs it's it's always gonna be weird uh. <laughs> anyways uh i gotta summarize this movie I mean, you could literally uh, just go, it's Dracula, but horny, boom, and, <laughs> and we can move on. People know. Like, <laughs> I, Matt, I can't do a vampire movie, specifically a Dracula movie, without summoning Zachula. Oh, you're right. If you could, please summon Zachula. And don't forget that later we need to have our friend George come talk about his friend Francis. So they are that's, BFFs. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> So hope, hopefully we can call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think Zachula can uh, get a hold right. of George. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know how to process what I watched. Anyway, Zachula, can you summarize this movie for us? Yes, please. Um, hello. Oh, hello, Zachula. Where did Zach go? It is me, Zachula. Well, I already introduced you. That's rude, but okay. <laughs> you didn't do it justice, Matthew. You're right. I'm sorry. It is me, Zachula, here to summarize Bram Stroker's Dracula <laughs> for you. <laughs> we open up. Keanu and Winona are having a destination wedding, <laughs> but Keanu has to go somewhere spooky and mysterious because he got a letter from his friend, D. <laughs> D is nuts. <laughs> God damn it. 
But anywho, his friend is Dracula. Uh, don't know that guy. They've never heard no. of him before. Definitely like poor, third poor Dracula. So. Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. Zacula, second Samuraiula, mm-hmm. and third Dracula. Mm-hmm. No. Third is Count Chocula. You're right. Matt, You're right. On. I'm sorry. Count Chocula. Anyways, uh, Gary Oldman is very old man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he like was Dracula and he lost his wife who looks like Winona Ryder. And, uh, you know, he like wants to suck some people. I don't know. Uh, he keeps Keanu in his castle while because Keanu is like a real estate agent or something. <laughs> I, I, I didn't pick up on why he was there or what was happening for a <laughs> while. I was very confused. Um, but anyways, it's Sunset Transylvania. I think I made that joke when we watched the original Dracula that I'm just now remembering. But it's Sunset Transylvania. He finds his new humble abode in London <laughs> where <laughs> where he turned into a wolf and uh, in a very funny scene was having sex with a woman and that pussy was so good it turned him into young Gary Oldman again. <laughs> and, yeah, and then he's the, the subtitle for this movie is just damn that shit was good. <laughs> And then he seduces Winona because she looks like his old flame. And, uh, you know, uh, Keanu just kind of gets cucked throughout this whole movie. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Keanu got to fuck Monica Bellucci, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) There was a lot of nipple looking in this movie. Keanu and Gary Oldman. It happened. I can't unsee it forever now. But uh, they only let you get away with so much in American movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like, Winona's friend is dying because Werewolf Dracula just like went to pound down, <laughs> and it was and like it killed her, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, the three amigos who like were all wanting to like have sex with her again she's um, so good they became friends <laughs> over it zach even dracula's like what's up guys what are we doing later ah. <laughs> what are we doing later? we're all um, cousins let's hang out huh? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they uh they uh tried to save her but like she died anyways um and uh you know uh anthony hopkin comes in he's van helsing he's just having a, a hell of a time just doing <laughs> that german accent he's he's just, he's just hanging out um but then uh keanu escapes the castle and he invites winona to the real destination wedding in like a romanian church <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for some reason she was like yeah sure let's do that even though I've just like been, been hanging out with Dracula and like completely forgot about Keanu <laughs> until this very moment That's, uh, we'll talk about it <laughs> there are reasons <laughs> <laughs> this, this movie's twists and turns confuse me so much I forget if I'm Zach or Zacula and it keeps making me break <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what's making you yeah. break. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going full moon night. <laughs> I don't <I'm> just <laughs> That's that's my Mark and Steven is Zach and Zach. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, uh Dracula is real upset because Keanu and Winona had their destination wedding um, but then he shows up again and like they have that weird scene with Gary Oldman featuring Gary Oldman's nipple hairs <laughs> um, and then uh, like he they, they go back to Dracula's castle and there's a big showdown and uh, he died, I think, and love saved the day or something. I don't we'll know. We'll get into this it. movie. It's confusing. <laughs> it's not confusing after story. you watch it five times, Zach. <laughs> Moral of the story: Keanu got cucked, and uh, to Gary Oldman. How you know this is a fantasy film? <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one in their right mind would cut Keanu. <laughs> if yeah. anything, you'd be you like, know, "Would you also would?" Gary Oldman's got two nipples. Get in on this man. <laughs> I don't care how you're yeah. involved. You're Keanu Reeves. I want you involved. <laughs> oh, you gotta see his nipples too, man. Yeah, so yeah. good day for you. There's, there's a lot of nipple action in this movie. If that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah. A shocking amount, a truly You're not wrong. Again, life-changing amount. I, I love this movie because it's fascinating, but it's deeply flawed and obsessed with nipples. Yeah, I... I, I was... The, the image of a big werewolf just... Fucking a woman. Just, just, like, hunched over a woman, just, like... But but this is Why? this is okay. So I'm gonna say two things. Uh -huh. that you may I think we, we could both probably say we're Francis Ford Coppola fans, right? Like we both like his movies I, outside of this. What else, what else is Francis Ford Coppola? Seriously, dude, I don't know what happened. The this Godfather, morning. the movie. Oh, with yeah. good directing and good films <laughs> i don't know man it's it's no robin williams in jack okay that's fair now that's a francis ford coppola uh, that was a classic. movie i like loved as a child and i tried to watch it as an adult and i was like oh no oh, yeah. watching <laughs> like, that as an adult is uh, uh -huh. and not even just on the level uh -huh. of like oh some of this is creepy just like did Francis Ford Coppola just throw, show up every day to that set and go like "fuck it" and just start rolling film? Like, <laughs> uh, yes, Godfather, but, I, yeah, Apocalypse. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's easy to forget. Like back to back, Francis Ford Coppola makes uh, the conversation, The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and The Godfather Two. <laughs> I've and seen two of those. He he wins an Oscar for three out of four of those. Well, yeah, I mean, Godfather 2, I am never mad when people say, oh, Godfather <laughs> 2 is the greatest film of all time. I'm like, I disagree, but yeah, sure. Like, yeah, good choice. <laughs> and then after that, he, he wins. It's no Robin Williams and Jack. Right. He wins three Oscars for directing. He mentors the generation right behind him. 
of Spielberg, De Palma, Lucas, um, Scorsese, and gets all of them into Hollywood. Then he becomes like the most powerful person in Hollywood. And since then, he's only made weird experimental films in a lot of ways. And Jack, because Jack made a shit ton of money. And his Zoetrope film was failing. That is a weird experimental film if I've ever seen one. Uh, that is a what? That's a weird experimental film if I've ever seen one. I mean, in one. some ways. But, uh, and at this point, this is when he's really starting to leave the studio system a little bit. And he wants to make not just like ex- experiment, but experiment with the medium of film. Uh, mm. Which he does a lot in this movie. And I think that's the yeah, most interesting thing about say- it. But I will say a lot of the practical stuff in this movie was pretty fucking cool. How much do you think? Like all the stuff with the shadows. Yeah, how much of this movie do you think was practical, Zach? All of it. Yes. There is no yeah, CGI, pra- no pra- green pra- screen, <laughs> um, no post-production special effects. Almost every single special effect was done in camera in real time, including monster transformations. Hell because yeah. for Coppola is a yeah. madman who said he wanted to do that and the special effects artist he hired said that's impossible you're a madman so he hired his son to do it (laughs) oh hi george you know what i have to say about that man what do you think of the special effects in this movie george you know you know what i think matt what i think it's fucking bullshit that he didn't use CGI? Or, yeah. yeah. The, is this what? like when is this like when you told Martin Scorsese when he built a city for gangs of New York and you said, you know, they have computers for that now, Marty? <laughs> it makes me so mad, Matt. Just, just a click of a button, Matt. All, all my little friends down at ILM, Matt. They, they create magic, Matt. It's industrial mm-hmm. light and magic, Matt. Do, do they not gotta, believe in I've magic, gotta, Matt? I've got to ask, George, how do you feel about vampires? Well, Matt, you know what I think. Hmm. <laughs> Keep it together, George. Keep it together. <laughs> you, you know what I think about vampires, Matt? Hmm. I think it's fucking bullshit. You know, you know who did you know who did vampires right? Who? Stephanie Meyer. There's a whole council in politics to vampires, <laughs> Matt. That's how you do it. <laughs> you need the political intricacies of these ancient beings. You can't just fuck how nipples. Else will we know how they suck nipples. How do they agree on it? Who's the top? Who's the bottom? Exactly, Matt. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. We need a a political thriller (laughs) vampire movie, Matt. I mean, that movie definitely exists somewhere, George. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's in it's in the vaults. I I did the Star Wars holiday special, but they never saw my Halloween special, Matt. Oh, I would watch the fuck out of a Star Wars Halloween special. (laughs) (laughs) I love that the top of your mullet is just peeking out from below your desk. (laughs) 
What? All right, George. Well, it was it was lovely to see you, George. Would you be able to call Zach in for me? Oh yeah, sure. Shout out, shout out to that guy. <laughs> Number one Star Wars fan right there. You heard it straight from George Hell, Lucas. Yeah. There's it's no true. distributing you're, it. You're you're just this isn't even a joke. You were just right. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. See you later, bitches. <laughs> oh god. Who gave me It's props. never not gonna be funny to me. <laughs> oh Jesus, there's a giant spider down here. Oh no. I'm gonna eat it like Renfield. <laughs> Die, bitch. Nice. Renfield, played by, uh, I told you, a famous musician. It's Tom Waits, who you probably have no idea who that is. Nope. But, uh, if you looked him up, you would think the voice he's singing with is meant to be a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lot, he does a lot of like the like white guy who can't sing, so they lean into not being able to sing. Where he's like, "Hey, this is Tom Waits. <laughs> this is my song." That's what he does. He's like, "I know I can't sing. It's all about my fucking lyrics." Like and now, be like, your hero, baby. Yeah. yeah, he's like this amazing lyricist. Like people cover him a lot, and it's really good. And like his arrangements and lyrics are like excellent. But anytime I hear like Tom Waits from like the 80s forward, it's like, oh, my God, (laughs) why are you doing this to me? You should have kept trying. (laughs) And there's also a fantastic interview with him that I will send you later that you will watch and just be like, oh, so Heath Ledger just watched this and did that for the joke. (laughs) I mean, but I love Tom Waits, so. <laughs> he's real weird. I like it. He's also he's great in Risk Cutters, a love story. If you've seen that, no, <laughs> I recommend it. It's very good. Uh, really good dark comedy. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, cool. about purgatory. Yeah. Well, I took one yeah. look at him. I was like, "That's me, curly haired." He did have he did have a Zacula look to him. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Yeah, I like him in this movie. Yeah, uh, I, he's. You know that that was that was the flaw with the movie. I feel is, I think that like after watching the original Dracula, they split up characters way too much. Um, a lot of this is closer to the book. Like in the book, it's not. We don't watch Renfield go deal with Dracula. We watch Harker go deal with Dracula. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have three suitors. That's an invention of this movie, but I think that's fun. Um, it's weird though, that one of them is Dr. Seward, Seward, who's like Van Helsing's assistant in the book and in the old one, like that's weird. But, um, I mean, there's like a reason that they like get Renfield in early in that one. And it's because Renfield is way more interesting of a character than Jonathan Harker. Yeah. Like, like I make, I make fun of Keanu Reeves' performance in this movie. I've been telling you about it for years. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's as bad as I joke. I think this character is just boring and there's no good way to play it. That's like, that, that was the biggest <laughs> offender to me. Like Renfield and like that dude, like Keanu's character, like instead of yeah, serving dude. the same purpose as the same character, like they just split them up and made them both useless. Like they didn't do yeah. anything for the story. Yeah. I like, I can see that working better in a book. I, I should say I've never actually read Dracula. So like I can, I can see that conceptually working better in a book where you have more time to explain who these characters are and like their their inner thoughts and stuff. In a movie, though, 
yeah, it makes complete sense why in the 1930 version and like the old stage play, they were just like, yeah, it's just Renfield and Jonathan Harker will come in in the last act because Jonathan Harker's boring. Yeah. Like they fully like the the thing that I kept thinking about watching it this time is Keanu kind of gets Hayden Christensen in this movie mm. in that the character isn't very well written and the director doesn't know how to like direct him to make it better. Yeah. I mean, he did you nothing know. the whole movie, but get cucked. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's the that's why you leave him out until the last act, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, because <laughs> like the whole time I was like, man, I feel bad that he's getting cucked only because he's Keanu and like, right. No other reason. <laughs> the, the movie relies a lot on like the meta text of, yeah, we all like Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of just inherently watchable. So I'm never like bored while I'm watching him in this movie, but he's very bad in it. Yeah. Um, like I feel bad saying that because I like Keanu Reeves so much, but and like I've always kind of defended him as an actor, but he's very bad in this movie. I mean, like, even if he was like just like doing his bad accent and stuff, but if he had a interesting character, right. that would be different. If he if they just said we're getting rid of Renfield, Harker's gonna be Renfield, and you let Keanu kind of go crazy. Yeah, I'd watch. I'd watch that. Like Keanu never gets to do crazy, and he always does it well. Like you know? his his lady, who he wants to marry, is literally getting snatched up by Gary Oldman, and right, he started going crazy and vindictive because that that would have been an interesting character. Not even vindictive, just if he's Renfield, yeah, the Renfield type now. So he's also obsessed with Dracula, and you can still play into the weird psychosexual angle where, like, now he's kind of into it. Like, that's weird and would fit with this movie and would give Keanu something to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he gets locked up in the mental institution because they yeah. don't understand why he's like going sicko mode. Like, exactly. Why is he trying to talk her so hard into going to Transylvania with him? I don't yeah. get it. Like yeah. <laughs> something, give him anything to do. Yeah. I also think we don't talk about. Everyone talks about how bad Keanu in this movie. I don't think anyone talks enough about how bad Winona Ryder is in this movie. <laughs> I, I didn't think so. Uh, outside of her scenes with Gary Oldman, I think she's pretty bad in this. Um, I didn't think so. I think she's fine, mm -hmm. but like if we're going to shit on Keanu Reeves for being boring, her character is really boring too, <laughs> mm -hmm. except when she's with Gary Oldman where I'm like, well, yeah, Gary, even Keanu kind of comes to life as an actor in this movie when he's with Gary Oldman, like that guy's great. Like he kind of just elevates every scene that he's in. Yeah. As, as controversial of a figure as he can be sometimes in his uh, public uh, personal life uh Gary Oldman? <laughs> yeah uh, uh he said some not great stuff about how the jews run hollywood and that's why mel gibson doesn't have a career anymore mm. uh, he mm. later apologized being like no i meant like specific people i shouldn't have said the jews and yeah. everyone was like yeah dude jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you meant like three specific jewish people not all of judaism <laughs> yeah bad looks but, Gary Bad yeah looks. but he's a good actor uh we're not here i guess to talk about him as a person uh <laughs> i only know him as jim gordon so <laughs> yeah i mean this is peak like gary oldman can do anything and he's gonna be over the top in it and it's gonna rule mm -hmm. so 
Um, I love him in this movie. I think he and Anthony Hopkins are all the only two performances that rise to like the level of stylization of this movie. Yeah. And that's, I think my, like, that's probably my biggest problem with like Winona Ryder who you're right. She isn't bad, but like she's in a very grounded horror film and like romance and like Gary Oldman is in like a Dracula movie. Yeah. I mean, I also am probably biased because the whole time I was like, Winona, oh, young Winona, oh my goodness. I mean, I do, yeah, I have the biggest, cr- I still have a crush on Winona, Stranger Things Winona Ryder, I'm all about it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, I'll never forgive her for still making Will have that fucking bowl cut, apparently, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just bad parenting. Yeah. He, Will's going through a lot, it's the only safe thing he I has know. is that bowl cut, he's holding on <laughs> like a safety blanket, man. <laughs> I'm still just like, Mike, really? Everyone loves Mike? Everybody. Everybody wants to fuck Finn Wolfhard? Like, (laughs) we're we're all sure that's who you decided on. (laughs) I love Finn Wolfhard, but Mike? Yikes. Um, He's a bad boyfriend and a bad friend. Why do you guys want to date him? Sorry. I have a lot of opinions about Stranger Things. We should uh, we should do something for Stranger Things. I know we should. I love that. It's one of my favorite shows. So yeah, but but we're talking about Dracula. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my Nona writer, we stand. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm coming around on Winona again. Like I go <laughs> back and forth on her because she's so good and has such good chemistry with Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Like their scenes, like are like so good that it, like it almost makes like all of the weird sex stuff between them i'm like oh yeah i buy that those people do that like yeah those well, two I mean, definitely want to fuck each other <laughs> like, i mean it'd be like a scene and like they're showing like winona giving sexy eyes and i was like oh yeah and then it cuts to fucking gary Oldman's nipple hair so i'm like oh that <laughs> i mean it is a weird that. choice to like <laughs> wax everything but his nipples in that scene like that's kind of what it was as a look right oh, like oh, i'm man. like <laughs> the 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 subtitle of this episode is gary Oldman's nipple hair. <laughs> all four of them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um i think i'm less i gotta phrase this carefully at this point in my life, having watched this movie a few times and adjusted to what it's trying to do, mm. I am much less put off now by all of the weird sex stuff in this movie. Just because I'm like, that's what this movie is. Like, it used to be, like, the weirdest thing about this movie. And now I'm like, no, it's way weirder that, like, they're like, and hold on the nipple. Three, two, one, pan over to one Nona. Like that's way weirder than like the, all the sex stuff. Like I mean, I know that's part of it, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like even like it. Coppola, especially at this point in his career, for me is very Scorsese, Tarantino. Like I'm, ma- I'm not making movies. I'm making pastiches of movies I love. So like even like the weird Wolfman sex to me just looks like the the weird dog man and the shining. And I think it's supposed to, 
Um, like he's just calling back to things the same way that later he calls back to his own movie when he mirrors Dracula turning her into a vampire with marriage and ceremony the same way that he does like in the Godfather with like the ceremony of like these guys are going to do a hit and also look at this religious wedding ceremony, you know, I don't Uh, like all of these comparisons to like high art that you're making with this. I think this movie (laughs) wants to be high art and wants to be experimental. And because it falls like just short, it's yeah. like you're almost there you're oh keanu reeves's accent yeah. <laughs> like but am i wrong movie. though like i don't i just don't want to think about I, it like <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you i just i want to forget about I, it I've just watched this movie enough times that like that's all that's left to do is like, all right, let's start analyzing this movie in the context of Francis Ford Coppola and film in his career. Um, like, <laughs> And the fact that like a major movie studio made this weird ass movie. This was not one of them that like Coppola filmed himself at his house and then sold to them later like he was doing at the time. Yeah. Like this was like a studio was like, Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know, no, 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 no. make sure you get plenty of coverage of her sucking his nipple. It'll be great, big hit, and then it was. This movie was a huge hit, like it reinvigorated Francis Ford Coppola's waning career. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not the effect that it should have had. <laughs> like, but like, also, how could this movie f- like? You you look at like you get to put Francis Ford Coppola's name on it, which is guaranteed like this movie people will watch it because of that, right? Well, here's and then you put studio backing behind it with that cast in the nineties, you just couldn't fail. Well, here's the thing, like, Matt. You know, when talking about the podcast and like vampire movie and stuff my mom has always been like oh have you guys done brahm shoker's <laughs> so i was expecting like something not like this because my mom talked about it and now now well, that i've weird. seen it i'm like mom what the oh, fuck can't, you can't tell your mom you watched this movie because <laughs> she's gonna want to talk to you about it and that's just too weird zach well now i'm just like mom you're not allowed you, to see, you're my mom you're not allowed to watch movies like this no, <laughs> no no zach you can't ever let her know you watch this because what if she asks me about it and then i have to make <laughs> eye contact with her <laughs> like, I, the next time you come over and be like mom you really gotta talk to matt about out about that movie he's got a lot to say yeah, but about Zach, it. now that you've said it i'll commit to the bit and i'll get way into the well you know i love the metaphor of uh mother's milk and um gary oldman f- suckling her and um <laughs> oh god that, that is I my think, nightmare i i genuinely think a lot of people when this movie came out just consumed it as like a horror movie yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think if you brought up like all the weird sex stuff to your mom, she'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, because that's what's weird. I can't imagine this movie coming out in theaters and like people just watching it like a normal movie. It made like hundreds <laughs> of millions of dollars. <laughs> like, like, this, this isn't an Avengers movie. Like, this isn't a Star me, Wars. Like, <laughs> let me see what this made. Because, like, whether you love or hate this movie, the fact that it made money is nuts. Yeah. 
This, this movie weird. on a forty million dollar budget. Well, also kind of crazy. This movie only costs forty million dollars because, <laughs> if nothing else, this movie looks incredible. <laughs> but uh, and it made two hundred and fifteen million dollars. <laughs> that would still be a hit today. Like that's not one of those like and adjusted for inflation, it did all right. No, that would still be like, oh, this was number one at the box office this week. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so weird. That's nuts. All right, Zach, let's do another bit here. We're bringing it back. Yes. We're committed. How do you tie this back to Tarantino? Well, Matt, I have a very specific one that. Okay. Just because there's very specific movies I want to talk about. <laughs> because in this movie is Richard E. Grant, which you didn't know about. I, I still can't. He's so young in this movie. He looks so different. Like, the second I saw him, I was like, oh, that's classic Loki. Sick. I, <laughs> I know that one. But anyway, it's Richard E. Grant. You know what else he was in? Mm. He what? was a vampire in a little movie called The Little Vampire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie... This was going? Uh... That movie, Matt, <laughs> I watched every single Halloween season on Disney Channel because that I remember movie, really wanting to see it when it came out and I never saw it. That movie fucks but not like this kind not like this dracula God, that, i hope not <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that movie was just like one of the few halloween movies i could sneak in as a kid and he plays like <laughs> the dad in the family of vampires where um jonathan uh what's his name lip nicky <laughs> there's a lot of lip nickies in this <laughs> going on in this movie <laughs> i would argue there are no limp nickies in this <laughs> no there's a lot of licking nippies in this matt oh okay okay hold on one second my microphone is like falling <laughs> it's like stop this just please stop uh, put me out of my misery man yeah let me die <laughs> but yeah um What's her name? The older daughter in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I don't know. <laughs> Matt, you're supposed to be the one that knows everything. I don't give a shit about the Lion, the Witch, and the... Matt! <laughs> you need to know is Mr. Tumnus is James McAvoy. Um, Aslan, <laughs> the Lion God, is Liam Neeson. All right, if there's one person more problematic than Gary Oldman. <laughs> it's not Liam Neeson. Mm, Zach, I disagree. <laughs> At least Liam Neeson was in a good Star Wars. And Gary Oldman was in none. Yeah, but Gary Oldman never wandered Why did black I just... neighborhoods looking for a fight. <laughs> Why did I just type in Lion King? because <laughs> that's what Asland is <laughs> so why did, why are we going this weird route that we didn't agree Matt, on let me finish this <laughs> but uh, the little vampire is a good movie and I want to talk about it <laughs> we could do because, an episode Zach God. because the older sister from Lion Witch and the Wardrobe was in it and I had a huge crush on her and I wanted to watch it every single Halloween but anyways, Aww, that's Richard, adorable. Richard E. Grant <laughs> was the vampire in that movie. But anyways, you know what else he was in? A Star Wars movie. He was in Episode yeah. 9. 
with Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is one of my favorite superheroes. Freaking Moon Knight baby and Moon Knight Ethan Hawke. Have you had that prop to the side this whole time just for that? I have bought out a cape and a puppet, Matt. You think I'm capable of anything less? Hell yeah. This is why I love you, Zach. <laughs> Anyways, Ethan Hawke is the bad guy in Moon Knight. And Ethan Hawke had a baby. And her name is uh, Maya Hawk, and she's in Stranger Things. She's very good. But anyways, her mom is Uma Thurman, who is in a lot of Tarantino. a number of Tarantinos. Yeah. Your, your, your right. connections may be concise, but mine are fun. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't even remember what my connection was now. <laughs> yeah, what's your connection to Tarantino? I don't then? even remember. No, then I, I got all that out. I to you figure this out that I don't even know. <laughs> Now that it, was like, it was like a one step. <laughs> like, <laughs> was it Gary Oldman or something? Oh yeah, it was Gary Old Gary Oldman's in uh, True Romance, which Tarantino wrote. So the scene not as fun. A, <laughs> oh, oh, Zach, you you gotta watch True Romance. It's pretty fun. You'll be like, okay, that's pretty fun. Well, I'm not talking about the movie. <laughs> it's I'm talking, as fun as that tangent. Talking about that tangent. <laughs> It's also got Brad Pitt as a stoner. So Brad Pitt also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Another connection yeah. to Tarantino from Tarantino. Yeah. It's Tarantinoception. <laughs> but it's but but it's a foot making the bong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, Dracula. <laughs> yes. Yes. Should we I do did. a little behind the scenes action? Yeah, I just really wanted to talk about the little vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's a ton of behind the scenes stuff you find on this movie that's that's nuts, especially with the way they had to film it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like everything in this movie is not only practical, it's in camera in real time. Like down to you know, there's the shot where like it uh fades where like Keanu Reeves is writing in the notebook. And then it fades to like the train driving by and it looks like the train is on top of the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to build a thing, a notebook that was about 10 feet, like 10 times the normal size of a notebook. And then they had a miniature of the mountain range in the train that they used to film all of the cool sweeping shots. So they just put that notebook in front of that miniature and had the train drive by and they put a scrim so that then they could light it from behind and it would be like the train appeared over the book. And that's why this movie looks great because it's weird. <laughs> There's a lot of weird reverse photography. Um, when Gary Oldman first gets to England and it's shot like it looks like it's shot with an old camera, Francis Ford Coppola shot that with a zoetrope camera from the 1910s. So it would look authentic. <laughs> and that's how they made this movie is all shit like that. Literally, the only post-production effect in this whole movie is the blue rings of fire. Those were added in post, but they were done practically. It is not a digital effect. All of that effort for this movie. (laughs) Yeah. That's why this movie is fascinating, Zach. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I'm at a point where I've seen this movie enough times that I'm like, I don't know if it's good or not anymore. I think maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I think maybe it's a masterpiece or it's Stockholm Syndrome. I don't <laughs> know. It's that kind of movie. I think 
Like, I think you stared into Gary Oldman's eyes long enough that you would lick yes. his nipple. Well, Zach, that's not very long for me. Uh, 90s Gary Oldman? F- fuck me, man. Like, please. Uh Matt's mic, now would be a good time to fall and put yourself out of your misery. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, and in terms of getting this movie made, it kind of starts actually with Winona Ryder. Mm. So um, there's the script going around where the big, the big hook of Bram Stoker's Dracula that I think is pretty obvious in the movie is what if Mina was also in love with Dracula? It wasn't a one-way relationship. What if she genuinely fell in love with him? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what gets Winona Ryder interested at the point where this is called like Dracula, the true story or something, mm. something like kind of corny where you're like, good choice just to call it Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for public domain. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, that ending uh, where she was like, love. God was there and my love saved the day. I will say that works for me because the whole idea is. Um, through losing her, he forsakes God and God curses him to be an immortal being who will live out his entire life alone, um, angry and sad. And like, that's a thing that I think other Dracula movies don't get at, which is one of the things I think is good about this movie is that like immortality would be incredibly depressing. Um, see this is where like my religious trauma is showing because i was like yeah dracula go full gore the god bitch butcher and just like yeah 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 yeah, i agree but in the context of the movie (laughs) francis ford coppola's very catholic beliefs tell him that (laughs) god is love yeah well not not that god is love um winona ryder is love um and yes, because is. Winona Ryder, yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, there are two types of people in this world: those who had crushes on her in Beetlejuice when they were kids, and those who were wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then those who had a crush on Beetlejuice. You could have both. <laughs> <laughs> and you shouldn't have a crush on Beat Cartoon show Beetlejuice, maybe. Not movie Beetlejuice. I know. Movie Beetlejuice is a creep. I know some Don't people. Have a man. crush on movie Beetlejuice. I I know some people, man. They uh Movie Beetlejuice is trying to like sexually assault a minor for 40% of that movie. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But uh young alec baldwin is right there (laughs) waiting for you to love him being a good husband who likes miniature cities (laughs) a good husband who likes miniature cities yeah and it's young hot alec baldwin man (laughs) i don't like that this podcast is turning or this podcast this movie is turning us into like (laughs) else this movie could lead to it had this is like bare le- bare minimum levels of horny while discussing this movie <laughs> like, we're lucky we're not being possessed by the spirit of gary oldman's nipples and just being like oh yeah let me tell you about dracula <laughs> oh yes my nipples they need to be showing right now <laughs> But yeah, so Winona Ryder uh, yeah. gets interested in this movie, and she's got like all the clout in the world at this time. 
And the person who has been trying to work with her for a few years at this point is Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even after this, he better movie. She was supposed to play the daughter in Godfather Part Three. Oh, she God. had to back out because of other commitments, and that's when he just cast Sofia Coppola, who's a good director and a very bad actress. Oh, <laughs> like, God. I, when yeah, I got really into when I got really got into the Godfather, I did not finish the Part Three. I there's the new cut of it that's supposed to actually be really good, uh-huh. uh, where like it it's basically a director's cut um but it's supposed to work a lot better like still be like even coppola is like like has always said like yeah even i don't like that movie yeah but he's like this movie is watchable this version of it like it took me 20 more years but i did it you know like (laughs) so i i need to watch that i'm very curious as a as a coppola fan as someone whose dad looked like francis ford coppola (laughs) repeatedly got mistaken for him when we were in public uh (laughs) hold on let me it's really trying to it's real mad at me <laughs> but yeah my, my dad looks like francis looked like francis for coppola and for <laughs> more than once people walked up to us like while i was at lunch with my dad and would be like i am so sorry to bother you and your friend but um friend. i just had to say mr coppola your work means like so much to me and my dad would always just be like oh cool thanks yeah no we're trying to have lunch you know like, <laughs> 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 my dad was a very gracious francis for coppola <laughs> <laughs> did he ever just like be like yeah that's me uh-huh yeah that's what i'm saying he would just yeah, be like oh just... yeah i know thank you like he didn't want to like make it awkward so he'd just be like oh yeah thank you yeah cool see and I'd be like all right enjoy your lunch and like kind of leave you know <laughs> like, see, i have a hard time with that because being in la if i wear anything like lucasfilm or marvel or just whatever <laughs> and people ask me what i do and i say animator they think i work for that company and yeah. like every single time I'm tempted to be like, yeah, totally. but I'm always like, I, I wish, I wish. Right. This I is going to bite me in the ass if I just pretend. <laughs> so I'm not, yeah, it's better than who I get mistaken for. Um, most people think that I'm Bam Margera. So. <laughs> and now that you know that you can't unsee it. So. Literally one time at a King taco, uh, a whole family of people stared at me the whole night while I was trying to eat my tacos. And finally, <laughs> we're like, we all wound up leaving at the same time. And one of them walked up and we're like, you're not Bam Margera, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> uh, and that son of a bitch, I got fat, grew a beard and started wearing hats. Guess what he did like a year later? Got fat, grew a beard and started wearing hats. I can't escape it, Zach. I just am Bam Margera. <laughs> See, and if you ever were just were like, yeah, I am. So uh, that's when someone pulls out a skateboard and be like, all right, do a kickflip. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I don't know if Bam could do a kickflip no. anymore. <laughs> but he would certainly he try. <laughs> retired. So <laughs> he would still try and faceplant. Yes. Yeah, probably. I feel bad for Bam, though. So. Yeah. He's been but, through it. Yeah. Yeah. I get why he was like, yeah, I can't come back for the new Jackass. So, well, no, that it it wasn't his choice to not come back. Oh, it was. Oh, I had heard he he, declined. he did he huh. did come back, and then he started using and stuff again. So they like uh, forced him like off of it. The rest of I, it, yeah. I mean, that they seem like good dudes who look out for their friends, so that's good. Yeah, because yeah. it was in oh. his contract that he had to be sober, but yeah. then 
Oh, I think that's in all of, like legitimately, like just like all yeah. for all of them because almost all of them have had because especially because of the stunts they do, like have yeah. had pretty serious painkiller addictions and stuff. Like, yeah, but but yeah, I came around John Jackass late, but I love it now. So, see, I I grew up with Viva La Bam because like I was a skateboard yeah. kid in the early two thousands. I could never quite get into Viva La Bam because it's a little bit mean. Oh, it's like, entirely it's a little, mean. It's a, it's a little too mean for me, whereas like Jackass is like not mean at all. Yeah, so. it's entirely mean, but I was like a preteen yeah. skateboarder kid. So I was like, ah, uh, he totally just like woke up his dad in the middle of the night with a crocodile. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is kind of funny, and, like, it was always clearly staged, but I was always yeah. like, this just... You're so much more charming on Jackass, Pam. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but Dracula. But, yes. Uh, so she pulls in Francis for Coppola, and then Coppola basically says, like, the two people I want to work with are Gary Oldman and um, Hannibal Lecter. Uh... Um... <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the two people I want to work with are those two. Who else do you want in the cast? Like, between the two of us, and especially now that we've got Anthony Hopkins in this, who just won an Oscar. Like, mm-hmm. this is the movie he does, like, after Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Uh, we can get anybody. And the first person on Winona's list is Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. And then also like Carrie Alwais and like, Oh, I think Tom Waits has really become a good actor. I'd love to work with him. I'm a fan of his music and like all that stuff. So she kind of gets to pick the cast, which is pretty like interesting. Like who as an actor, she's like, I would love to work with, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they film the movie and even Keanu Reeves for a long time thought he was bad in it. Yeah. Um, he has apologized for it in the past and just said like, literally like we wrapped bill and Ted too. I went from that, like the next day to film another movie. I wrapped on that movie. And the next day I went and started filming Dracula. Like that's how packed his schedule was in the nineties. Yeah. So he was like, I was just burnt out. Like I had like, I had nothing to give and Francis didn't have like, like even Coppola has kind of said, like, I didn't like really have much direction to give him. Yeah. Like it was just like, I don't know, read your voiceover, you know? (laughs) uh, But recently Keanu was in some, like doing an interview on like Colbert or something. And they asked him about it and he was like, yeah, you know, um, I think I'm not very, Fuck it. I'm great in that movie. That movie <laughs> I'm tired uh, of pretending I don't like that movie. That movie's great. <laughs> uh, I love Keanu. I know. It was just so charming where yeah. it was like, I disagree, but yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going to knock you down, Keanu. Right. I'm just you do you king you, you believe yeah. in yourself like I'm here for it yeah notice how I haven't <laughs> talked about Keanu or his accent I was talking about how boring the character was and like yeah. the weird I was I was more distracted by the weird sex stuff and Gary Oldman's nipple hairs than I was oh, Keanu yeah. no, <laughs> like, I, my, my selling point is always Keanu and like his kind of strange performance that isn't entirely his fault uh you know like is like my way to get people to watch this movie because like it is the most accessibly weird thing (laughs) (laughs) and then everything else is like 
what the fuck, Matt? Like, is everyone <laughs> else's reaction? Well, no. Everyone has the reaction you have. Now, like, I, I, now I'm like, what the fuck, mom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't make eye contact with your mom anymore, Zach. Yeah, I don't think I can. I think I have to move out. Like, I need to disown myself. <laughs> All right, Zach, any closing thoughts on Dracula? Um... I don't know how to feel about this movie. I'm just like, like I said, the emotion I feel is confusion. <laughs> like, I don't know how to process what I just watched. Um, I'm not. It takes a few times. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not giving a definitive like. It was good or bad or I liked it or I hated it. I was just confused. Yeah, it was. An, it was I... an event. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know if this movie is good or bad because it flies wildly between like Francis Ford Coppola as a master director experimenting with the medium of film itself and yeah. like I don't know sex stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, Coppola has never been good at like even like sex stuff in the Godfather movies is like well this is the part of this movie that's not very good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the weird Catholic repression coming out where I'm like <laughs> have sex francis like <laughs> do you think but, the ladies uh, are into like gary oldman's right. nipple hairs like you think that's what gets <laughs> them going <laughs> <laughs> worked for me <laughs> um yeah i mean uh, i think but yeah i don't know if this movie is good or bad but i think it's worth seeing it's that kind I, of movie yeah because <laughs> before we recorded this episode we couldn't figure out what movie to watch since we're waiting for universal's monster stuff yeah. to finish um and we we're gonna pull up more request stuff and i was like man i just don't want to watch like a serious horror movie right now like i don't i'm really not in the mood to watch like saw but like i think this was a good choice of just yes. like this movie is interesting yeah if nothing else <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, was, it was the right choice for the right night yes i think i think that's a, a lovely place to end it it was a right choice for the right <laughs> night yeah zach where can everybody find you um i don't think i don't think you can find me after this i'm gonna just <laughs> Off the face exactly. of the just quitting the world. <laughs> I'm just gonna like Gary Oldman it and like f just fade into obscurity. Like <laughs> my opacity level is just gonna go to zero. <laughs> but where can they find you, Matt? I, I know uh, a place can... where they're gonna want to find you after watching this movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, could be some art on it later. <laughs> Uh, it's just a drawing of a nipple um, but yeah you can find me on everything from Instagram to OnlyFans as I draw paintings yep <laughs> you can find me on OnlyFans at Gary Oldman's Nipple Hairs <laughs> and on that note Zachula I didn't know how long you were going to freeze for. <laughs> I, I, I just kept freezing to make sure.
As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwahahahaha! <laughs>